Welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you, Matt Buff, here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Great to have you on this wacky Wednesday where it is ladies' night. You can fulfill all your dreams. Party here, party there, everywhere. This is your night, baby. This is your night. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be awesome. Heather Dugan, relationship expert, is here. Also, Robin Openshaw is going to be here. Yes, the green smoothie lady is out for medical freedom. And, of course, it's Moms for Liberty Wednesday. So very, very cool. And you can catch us on Rumble for the full show. Catch us on the Patriot Podcast Network. And it's going to be on your Roku TV, all your favorite podcasting sites and social media. So sign up today for the newsletter on thebuffshow.com and visit thebuffshow.com to see all show information. Very good stuff and a big, big night to talk about all kinds of crazy stuff that's happening in your world, my world, and everybody's world. In New Hampshire, America, gone on the mend. They're They're not on the mend any longer. They're on the move. What? Joe Biden is very confused. He confused Maine with New Hampshire, and Americans have gone on the mend? What the hell? <laughs> what could you be talking about, man? That's weird. And we're coming to at our challenges from position of strength. You discussed with the That's allies the today about Ukraine? So now, New Hampshire reporter really? I understand. And then there's awkward silence because he would only answer questions about New Hampshire? What is going on with this guy, Joe Biden? What's going on in his head? Off you go, sir. And then you don't think you should make money while you're in office, do you, huh? Well, what does Hunter Biden and your brother have to say about that? You don't think you should make money while in office? You make money while you're in office. But anyway, estimated. (laughs) You shouldn't make money while you're in office because it would be wrong. I don't think you should make money while you're in office, says Joe Biden. How much money did you make from Hunter Biden? That's what we want to know. That's who we we want to see in, you know, maybe under testimony. A little Hunter Biden action. I don't know if that would be uh, something we may be able to get some information on. Yeah. So where's all these gas prices going, Joe? That the driving on those roads, those 700 miles, roughly 700 miles, that need repairs costs New Hampshire drivers, at least an average of $476 a year extra in gas and repairs and longer commute times. Well, you did that by shutting down leases. What's wrong with you? That's a $476 hidden tax on New Hampshire drivers. And the second big... So your your little problem with, you know, drilling for oil in America has been proposed by you as it's just a gas tax. 400 some odd dollars a month in New Hampshire. Imagine how it is in Florida when you're sitting in traffic on I-4. What kind of tax is that? That is a huge tax there, Joe Biden. Thanks for nothing. Good thing the courts, this week's a big win for the courts. First of all, shutting down your TSA mask mandates, but also saying, yeah, people do have the right to drill. This is America. This is America, and it's not your fault, though, the is it, Joe? For inflation is Vladimir Putin, not oh. a joke. The state not of Florida and our Vladimir pay- Putin's fault, all right? 
So Vladimir Putin's causing all these problems by his invasion of Ukraine. But yet a court said that you have to open up drilling in America again. You must be outside your mind, sir. DeSantis says Florida and and him, they're going to jump in on the fight against uh, Twitter. The poison pill from the Twitter exists. They're gonna, we're gonna jump in on that fight and say, you know what, free speech ain't such a bad idea. System, we have shares of Twitter. Uh, I didn't buy it. We have people that run the fund, but nevertheless, it hasn't exactly been great in returns on investment. It's been pretty stagnant for many, many years. Uh, so, but nevertheless, I mean, to me, I think that that's probably an injury to the fund. So, we're going to be looking at ways that the state of Florida potentially can be holding these Twitter board of directors accountable for breaching their fiduciary duties. Yeah, the board of directors for certifying funds. So stay tuned on that. I'm David and Ash. All right. So when the board affects the stock, the stockholders can say, you know what? That ain't cool what you're doing and bring, you know, some kind of liability against them. You know, a lot of fan people aren't fans of Elon Musk, but whatever gets us to free speech on Twitter is a pretty darn good thing. Now, Biden goes out there and says, you know, Ukraine is going to get more weapons. But according to the Gateway Pundit, we don't know where those weapons are going. We send them money, we send them weapons, but nobody knows where it's going. So, <coughs> John Kirby, what do you have to say for yourself? To you earlier about um, some comments the president made earlier today about more artillery yeah. going to Ukraine. If you could provide some details about that, and then on the additional platform, I thought I did. did you? No, you didn't. I thought my answer was pretty comprehensive. No, no, not at really? all. I, th- I thought you did, but you didn't think I did either. No, you didn't answer the question. Yeah, on on the next package. Yeah, not. Oh, I told you I'm not going to do that. I specifically oh, said I'm not going to get ahead of future announcements. Oh, so your big announcement that you said was a good announcement on the next package of guns that are going to Ukraine where we don't know where they're ending up. We don't know where they're ending up. And you said, I did answer that, John Kirby, who looks like a Muppet. He said, I did answer that. And I said, we're not going to answer that. That was his answer. We're not going to answer that. More hidden agenda from the Biden regime. Now look. <laughs> I'd also like to make another announcement before we get DeSantis, you have another announcement? Is it about Disney World's special tax privilege where they get to be exempt from Orange County and run their own police forces and do everything on their own and not pay any taxes whatsoever and just have their own uh, own you know land of opportunity that just exists within the Disney World experience? Well, you know what? I think you poked a big giant bear, Disney, when you opened your mouth about wanting to talk to kids about gender identity and sex, you weirdos. Into the subject of today's program, I think as many of you know, the Florida legislature is meeting this week uh, to consider the congressional reapportionment plan for Florida for the next 10 years. uh, And that is what they've been called upon to do. But I am announcing today that we are expanding the call of what they are going to be considering this week. And so, yes, they will be considering the congressional map, but they also will be considering termination of all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968. And that includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District. That is what it's called for Disney World. The Reedy Creek and I want to thank privilege. Speaker Sprouls and Senator Simpson for not only working, obviously, for the reapportionment, but for 
uh, stepping up and making sure that we make the sunset, the termination on those special districts happen, which I think is very important. You, you. Yeah, no, that's right. We got to terminate that stuff. Disney has crossed the line. We got to hurt them any way we can. Those are my kids they're talking about. What is wrong with you, Disney? What is absolutely wrong with you? I don't know, but they they going around and talking about what is best for our kids when they got pedophiles working there, when they got people at Disney that are brought up on charges, when they got all that, that is simply unacceptable. And it's not good. You know what else isn't good? Joe Biden talking some more. He said child or in his childhood, when gas prices went up a little bit, that was a kitchen table issue. What's with these liberals and kitchen tables, man? I grew up in a family where the price of gasoline went up at the pump was a discussion at the kitchen table. We can do a lot of these things without raising a single penny on taxes. Oh, no. Before he jumps into the failed Build Back Better, I bet he's going to say something about $400, $400,000. You're not going to pay a penny in tax. That's already a lie. But yes, Joe, sometimes parents, we get together and say, man, these gas prices are messed up. Man, this economy sucks. Man, even though some people get a wage raise, they're spending it all on bread, milk, and cereal. That's no fun. That's not a way to be at all. It's just unbelievable. These guys and that are running this country right now, the Ron Clains, the Susan Rices, they're just unbelievable. And the DOJ wants to challenge the repeal of the mass mandate. If CDC, our Lord and Savior, uh, Anthony Fauci, and the church is the CDC, if they give us the green light, we're going to challenge it. We just need 15 more days to slow the spread. 15 days to slow the spread. You should have picked a number that wasn't 15. Maybe we need 13 more days, 16 more days, but saying 15 more days to slow the spread reminds all Americans everywhere on how awful 2020 was with lockdowns and unnecessary garbage. You know what, Biden, we don't want to hear your garbage about Build Back Better. I'm not going to play that for you guys anymore because this is a serious issue. School closures, suicides, divorces, depression at record levels. The literacy rate is at in the toilet, which is unbelievable. We're going to talk about that with Moms for Liberty when we come back on the next segment. But just all the damage that we're still recovering from from the the CDC's guidance. We can't do no more. You stay with us on The Buff Show. We'll be right back. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. A family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Sig Sauer, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full time gunsmith on site, Sarah coding services, laser engraving and more mention the buff show and get a 25 dollars discount on courses you'll find veritas tactical at 207 north goldenrod road suite 200 in orlando contact veritas tactical 407-309-3000 
407-309-3000 and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game, and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? It is possible that uh, an organization like Moms for Liberty could have an impact on the midterm elections um, and maybe even going into 2024, particularly because uh, it is encapsulating in a very important uh, demographic in the electorate, which, you know, are, are women and mothers. Mother, should I trust the government? So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Let's, you know. Our mission is to hold school boards accountable for decisions affecting our children. What was once a scattershot operation is becoming much more organized. One example is the group Moms for Liberty. According to its website, the group, quote, welcomes all that have a desire to stand up for parental rights at all levels of government. Now, it started in Brevard County, Florida, but its chapters have spread nationwide. Welcome back to the Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us on this special Wednesday. Yes, it's Moms for Liberty Wednesday, and we're going to go to South Carolina. Uh, Courtney O'Hara is joining us. She is the chair for Lexington, South Carolina. She's the county chair. Courtney, great to have you on the Buff Show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, it's awesome. You got to be here for the new intro we made for Moms for Liberty there. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. It was very good. It was a great, great song, too. Yeah, great song. I love the old Pink Floyd stuff, but uh, it just fit perfectly because when it talks about trusting the government, um, we sent uh, Terry McAuliffe packing. We're just getting started, though, aren't we, Courtney? Oh, yes. It's going to be a fantastic midterm. I know we're going to be flipping seats left and right. So tell us your story, um, how you got started in Lexington there to rise up to county chair. Tell us what got you involved, just everything you can. So when I started, I actually am a homeschool mom and I had been homeschooling for about four years and I am totally, I was totally the stereotypical silent majority, you know, just let me do, I wasn't happy with what my kids were learning in public school. We pulled them out and I, you know, I didn't want to stir any, stir, cause any waves, stir any pots or anything. And so for the past four years, we were homeschooling. And then the mandate started coming out for CMS workers. And my husband is a nurse and 
it was against our beliefs about some of these things that they were trying to push on some of the nurses. And so I went to a freedom rally and it was my first time doing any sort of political event or anything like that. I went to a freedom rally and there was this woman over there. I mean, she's six feet tall, blonde hair, and she has a huge Moms for Liberty shirt on. And I'm like, man, this lady looks serious. I better go talk to her and see what she's about. And yeah. that was actually um, Christy Dixon, our Berkeley County chair okay. um, here in South Carolina. And she filled me in. She's like, oh, well, you know, we're all about education. I said, well, you know, I don't really have a dog in that fight. I homeschool. And she goes, no, no, no. This is about parental rights as well. And our my feeling is, you know, it's our parents' right to be able to work freely and support for their child and support for their family and their children. And so she's like, you would be great at this. I'm like, are you sure? Because I, like I said, I, I have my circle small, I homeschool. And she's like, no, you'd be perfect. And so I said, well, I'll give it a shot. And one of the processes in launching a chapter is you need 13 folks. And I thought, hey, I am in a conservative homeschool group. Done. Going to be so easy. Again. Well, we were all the silent majority because I couldn't find anybody. And so being a homeschool mom for so long, I didn't have a very large group of friends or community. Mm. And so I sat down, I prayed about it. I said, you know what, God, if this is what you really want me to do, you're going to have to bring me some people. And so I did one post on Facebook in just a, a happenings page. And within two hours, I had 40 people signed up for our chapter and we were able to launch. And so it's just been a journey since then. We launched in September and now we have over 400 folks on wow. our Facebook group and we have great turnout at our events. And it's just, it's been amazing. It's been a whirlwind, but I'm so thankful that we did it. And I'm so thankful that we're fanning those Liberty flames. So, yeah, no, that's great. And it's growing so fast. Every week we do a Mom for Liberty mm -hmm. segment. It seems like there's more chapters and more people joining faster than any other group in the country right now. Absolutely. We actually have three more chapters getting ready to go through the launch process here in South Carolina alone in the past couple weeks. Wow, that's amazing. We need it more than ever now because the mandate debate, shockingly, is still not over, Courtney. Right. What are you seeing in South Carolina with your schools? Talk about the, the landscape there. In our schools, we've been very fortunate that as of right now, I believe there's only a couple counties that are still trying to implement a mask mandate or I guess more like bullying the people into they, they say that they're lifted, but they're still bullying and putting pressure on the kids, especially down in Charleston and up in Fort Mill area in York County in the upstate of our and we have thankfully we do have two chapters in there as well. But um we're the biggest thing we're facing right now is not necessarily with the mandates anymore but the crt that is in our schools we yes. our legislative um body is taking up our crt bill today actually they did a process over the last couple months they had over 20 hours of in-person testimony and then i i don't know how many countless pieces of evidence and situations that were also submitted via um, written testimony about just what we're experiencing in South Carolina. And you would think, you know, being in the Bible Belt, being in the South, that would not be an issue, but it, but it really is. And we have a lot of teachers. We have several teachers associations that are not pro-parent. They're definitely not pro-student. And there is actually, um, the one of our candidates for superintendent of education for the state was videoed saying that we don't need to be focusing on academics we need to be focusing on um 
social emotional learning and oh, social boy. justice. It's just, it's scary it, because South Carolina, we are in the bottom for our education rating in the country, but they don't want to focus on academics. They just want to focus on feelings. This is why this is so important that we continue this fight and fight even harder when it comes to the education portion of things. The literacy rate in this country is at a really almost record low. It's really pathetic. And in some localities, it is at a record low. So instead of fixing the problem with basic academics, they're erasing D's and F's. Right. They oh, want to yeah. they want to talk about social issues. They want to ca- create these little trans robots. That's what they want. They can't think for themselves and are stupid heading into society. That's what they um, want. No, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And just to hear that, you know, we have the governor's race this year in South Carolina. We have um, our House representatives are all up for reelection. But the most important election that we're going to be having this year is going to be for our superintendent of education. And that is why hearing that one of the candidates doesn't want to focus on academics and just wants to focus on social justice, that is scary because she actually is the head of one of our teacher associations. And so, and a lot of teachers are supporting her. Yes. So what are you guys doing to get the teachers that aren't, you know what I'm saying? What are you doing? Are Are teachers reaching out to you at all? We are um, actually one of those chapters that I mentioned that's going to be launching here shortly. She is a teacher. She's a special ed teacher. She's going to be amazing. But a lot of the teachers are being threatened with their jobs. Okay. And so we've been t- taking a lot of their testimonies and reading them and supplying them anonymously. Um, the biggest thing we're doing um, is actually we're hosting our our organization is hosting the only South Carolina Superintendent of Education debate. And since we are a nonpartisan organization, we're going to have the Democratic candidates. Um, two of the three have confirmed. We have the Green Party candidates. We have the, the Republican candidates there because, you know, just because you say you're a Republican doesn't mean mean you might be as conservative as we want. That's right. Um, yeah, you might be a rhino, and we're trying to eliminate rhinos, making them an endangered and extinct species in our right. party. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Gotta, the rhinos got to go, so I'm glad you're doing that and not just assuming Republicans are going to be on the up and up. Right. No, and that it's important because our community, they go by name recognition a lot of the times. And some folks have been able to raise money and put out more promos. And so this is really bringing it to the people. And we're allowing, actually, after the debate, to have a town hall portion. So they're going to get hit with some hard questions. We're not going to sugarcoat. We're not leaning to one side or the other. We are completely um, unbiased. We just want to make sure that we give that opportunity to everybody in our state. Well, good. That's good to hear. And so the primary, and that's one thing people need to understand that our election in 2022 is one of the biggest ever, because it's not just a midterm, just a regular old midterm. We've got school boards that need to be cleaned out and wiped out like they did in Virginia. And just like Courtney said, we're on with Courtney O'Hara, Moms for Liberty, Lexington, South Carolina. Like she said, some of these races are more important, like the superintendent races. We have so much we have to change in these schools because it's not about education. It's about indoctrination of some crazy fad of liberal ideology. Yeah. So how are, um, how are people hitting the streets and getting the word out as far as the neighborhoods go in South Carolina? 
Um, we have some door knockers um, that are going to be start going around. But what the Moms for Liberty have been doing in South Carolina, we've been live streaming. We've been inviting all the candidates to our chapter meetings and we've been live streaming those. I actually had one of our candidates, um, Brian Chapman, it, last night at ours and we were sharing that out to the public in as many places as we can because, you know, gas is high. So. So not yeah. everybody can afford to drive down to a chapter meeting here and there. But we're just trying to supply as many opportunities for people to get to know the candidates. It's so, so important. That's what we've just been emphasizing so much. Know your candidate. Because, I mean, we have some candidates that have arrest records that are still running. Yeah. And that have been flipping back and forth between parties for years. And so we're we're trying to do the 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 hard work for everybody and do the research but you know we're there's only so many of us and so we we need them to help us also and just know that it affects our entire community whether you have kids or not this this race is going to affect you because this is your future employees yeah. this is your future bosses and so it it really does impact the entire community as a whole it's not just a a, a parent thing or a grandparent thing how can people contact you get involved um, momsforliberty.org. If you go under um, find your chapter and you go to South Carolina, if you click any of the little red, uh, the yellow dots, excuse me, those are where we have active chapters, minus, of course, in Lexington County. Um, on Facebook, Moms for Liberty, um, Lexington County is our Facebook group. We're on Telegram as well, same name. But we um, do have flyers out. There's an event on eventbrite.com. Um, the, the debate that we're going to be having is going to be April 28th, um, next, so next Thursday at 7 p.m. at Live Springs Worship Center in Lexington, South Carolina. And we have all except two of the candidates um, coming as of right now. So That's great. Yeah, it's been amazing. And surprise, surprise, the one that says that we shouldn't be focusing on academics declined our invitation. So yeah, shocker there. Yeah. These leftists do. They want to impose something on you and then say, but I don't want to discuss it or talk about it. You just do what we told. That's yeah. where the fight is. And we're going to take it to them this November. Courtney O'Hara, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. We look forward to talking to you again as we get closer. to, And I want to hear about how these debates turn out and stuff, too. So we'll definitely be in touch. Okay, sounds good. All right. Yes, you got it. Thank you. And uh, we'll be right back on The Buff Show. You guys stay with us. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight, live music. Tomorrow, it's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention The Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com since 2012, Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit 
CellularTronics.com. CellularTronics. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Hope you're doing well out there, and I hope you're happy, right? Because a lot of people aren't right now, and there's a lot of uh, factors in that reasoning. A lot of factors. Depression is a widespread area in this country, and we just found a study that said women are less happier than men. And it's not because of people like me, I hope. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> Sometimes our uh, the narcissistic behavior can be a problem. Let's go to Heather Dugan. She's our resident advisor on this, author and speaker, award-winning author and relationship expert. Everybody check out the Friendship Upgrade and all the awesome books, too, that she has out there. Heather, great to have you back on the show. Great to talk with you, Matt. All right. Now, you're a woman. I'm a man. Are you less happy than me statistically? Is that what's going on out there? <laughs> well, this is an, it was an interesting study that got some notice a couple of, uh, within the last month or so, it's gotten some play. And the statistics that back it up have been around for a while. What, what this was looking at, though, was the relative happiness of women over men in relationships. And... Um, I, we're correlating that to the they 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 linked it to the rise of the work woman's place in the workplace. You know all the the uh, the advancements since the seventies and how women's happiness have, has gone down. And the real reason behind that, I think, is kind of obvious. Uh, you know, I I picture a good, healthy, solid relationship. Matt is two overlapping circles, a Venn diagram. Do you remember those from math class way back when? Yeah, so back got, when I was in school, they were teaching yeah, yeah, yeah. school math. So yeah, yes, okay, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we've got these two overlapping circles with the shaded area in the middle. So each couple has their own circle, their own pursuits and interest in life, their responsibilities, you know, their their part, their, their life apart from one another. And then the overlapping would be the family and the things that they share together, if they have a family perhaps. Well, as the women added more responsibility and opportunity in the workplace, the home responsibilities did not shift that much in the middle. So basically the women's outer, they ended up with more and more here and less room for the things that we need, personally speaking, to be fulfilled and, 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 and happy in our lives. Uh, they lost uh, the ability maybe to have outside relationships with girlfriends and stuff, okay? Does that make some sense? Yeah, it so does. The statistics show, you know, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics breaks down uh, who spends time on childcare and, you know, the the dishes and all those things that are part of our day-to-day -day life. And that hasn't changed despite the increase in workplace responsibilities for women. Okay. So, yeah, that can be an issue. It can be. So were women happier when they were just, when, when they were back in just like the 50s and 60s where they were staying at home and taking care of the house and the kids? Were they happier doing that as oh, opposed good. to managing, <laughs> juggling everything with work and family life? You know, I don't think there's a real good comparison there because the issue for women then was that they weren't getting to fulfill other parts of their themselves that were, you know, they were basically dormant for all those years. They, they, they basically had their Venn diagram, their section of those, that circle was pretty much family and that was it. So the, the, the opportunities have been great, but we just need to understand that there's a lot more that women need than maybe they can if, if, if they're in a relationship where the, where things aren't shared as much at home. So these are good questions to ask if you're in a, in a partnership, you know, 
if things feel, you know, if, if they feel like they're they're getting enough time for themselves. Um, and it goes both ways. I'm not saying women only, but that is what typically the situation has been. Uh, but, you know, in whatever situation we're in, you mentioned happiness, a lot will also come down to perspective. Uh, and that is something we can personally control. I'm not saying that context makes no difference but, you know, it is important to be a partnership if you're in a relationship. But also that perspective is important. And we do have control over that. So there's a part of this mm -hmm. equation here that has mm -hmm. a lot of variables. You can talk yeah. about what's going on with you personally. You can talk about what your spouse, your partner, your your boyfriend, what they're doing to make you happy or not. But also the me time scenario is very important to me in my relationship. Heather. Yeah. Yeah. I and and you just time by myself. I like, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, I was, I had to take my son to a baseball game and go early. And I went to this local uh, really nice bar and just had a drink, right? Just a mm -hmm. drink. By myself. I didn't realize how I don't ever do that. So I didn't realize how important it was just to be by myself for just a little bit in a yeah. social setting. You know what? We have to connect to ourselves before we can connect well to other people. And that includes our primary relationship. If we aren't able to access who we really are, how in the world can we share that with somebody else? Um, but, you know, the thing is, I think communication, it always comes down to this. And we just typically, this is where we stumble and fall on our communication habits, especially in couples. But, you know, I think sometimes people assume maybe there's been something that somebody's requested help with in the relationship. And over time, the request stops. And one party might then think, well, silence equals agreement, when truly it was more like they were on hold with the uh, automated answering system waiting for customer service for 10 years and they gave up. <laughs> right. So we need to consider, you know, the bigger picture on these things and ask the questions that matter. You know, it's not always about, you know, who left socks on the floor. It's about maybe somebody feeling valued and, 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 and that their, their views count. That's right. Don't ask a question just to assume the answer is going to be satisfactory. You have to ask a question that might help a situation. Right. And, and, and things change. Here's the thing. A lot of people get married as very incomplete people, right? I mean, we are, especially if you were one of like, you know, I was way back in, you know, my 20s, you know, our, our brains aren't fully developed till our late 20s. And a lot of people get married before that. I always told my kids, wait till you're 30, you know, <laughs> at least. But um, I think you need to, you know, as we learn more and we uh, kind of understand how life fits together a little more, it begins to change kind of how we view some things. And we have to leave room for that in the relationship to understand that we're going to grow and we might have a little more information and view things a little differently. Sometimes people, again, going back to a common problem, people think this is set. We agreed on this back 20 years ago. What are you talking about that we need to do this differently? But, you know, a relationship is a growing, breathing, evolving thing in, if it's healthy. So you want to leave, leave room for both parties to grow and then you can grow together too. Well, you can grow together. Do you think the reason the divorce rate is so high is because of the completion factor? Maybe you need to complete yourself and... <laughs> We are, we are 
at our limits in a lot of situations. And certainly the last couple of years here have not helped the situation at all. I think people are more and more aware of the deficit we face in our mental health uh, right now in terms of people not feeling completely well, not feeling, uh, people don't have the coping skills. We don't learn those like we should when we're kids. I mean, I would love to see that kind of thing in somehow included within curriculum because we need to learn how to handle the disappointments and uh, just learning to more resilience in our person and our personal lives because life isn't easy. And, uh, you know, if you're in a relationship and you haven't got some of those skills set, and most of us don't when we start and begin life, uh, you might put undue blame on one another for things that are really your own responsibility to figure out, too. Yeah. A lot no, of factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not all Jerry Maguire. No, <laughs> not so much. And, and nobody. Oh, is it going to play? Oh, I think so. You. And look at her face. That changed that changed the relationship. They probably went another two years after that. So the completion thing became a statement in our personal lives. It's a pretty big expectation. You know, I think that we need to look at one another more is is people that we can enhance one another's lives. I don't think we put all completion on somebody else to do. That's really our, our responsibility to grow the way we want to. Hopefully, we can grow and progress along parallel paths together with a lot of good overlap in the middle. But, you know, we've got to be able to stand tall on our own and not just be in a leaning situation. A lot of people come out of uh, early life with kind of a, a few chinks in the foundation. I mean, you figure that we are getting, we're learning most of our early rules for relationships from peers who are just as immature as we are, right? And we're in these functional or dysfunctional families, varying degrees. So the framework's a little crooked. And, you know, taking the time to figure that out and adjust it is going to allow people to, you know, then you can kind of begin to build a more complete picture for yourself. No, that's great. And a lot more of this in your relationship books. Talk about those real quick before we move on to depression for the last minute. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the friendship upgrade and date like a grown up. I also love to talk to groups. So anybody that wants a little more information, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Um, Heather, where's your website? Heatherdugan.com. Easy to find. And I'm on social media as well. And if you come to the group meetings, will you sign autographs for books and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Whatever people need, you know, love to love to connect. And I love to kind of tailor things to what an organization or group needs specifically, because that varies. We're all different, different people, different groups. Yes, absolutely. We are. Last minute here. We, we got just a mm-hmm. couple of seconds left, but I want to talk about depression, because one thing I mm-hmm. noticed that there's a whole massive depression in the country, and maybe it's because a lot of commercials are telling them they're depressed, but then a the lot of real life, too. But I found that sunshine, sunlight has mm-hmm. 65 different triggers of antidepressants. Just sunshine. Uh, and, and you consider that a lot of people do not have the benefit of sunshine as much as we need it. <laughs> Speaking for, you know, the, the middle of Ohio here, we're known for our gray days. But uh, nice. yeah, we have, you know, people think, well, we're coping. We've gotten through this tough time, et cetera. But we forget that it took a lot of muscle just to keep ourselves on our feet 
And that energy came from somewhere. And that kind of removes a little bit of the stamina that we might have normally had. So yeah, people are drained and people need to renew. And you're right, sunshine, getting outside in any capacity, connecting with other people, these are all good things. And, and doing something for somebody else. That always reminds you that you have something of value to give. Yeah, no, that's great stuff. Great advice and always on target. Thank you, Heather Dugan, for joining us on The Buff Show. Good to be with you, Matt. Okay. Talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll be in touch soon for sure. Absolutely. We'll be back on The Buff Show. You guys stay with us. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionplusprussurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Welcome back to the Buff Show on this Wednesday. Great to have you guys rolling along with us heading into our final segment here. Um, she was the green smoothie girl, and then everybody started going crazy with masks and lockdowns and unconstitutional stuff, and Robin has done other things. Who am I talking about? Robin Openshaw. Welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you. Thanks for having me, Matt. Right here on the what side in- of the road. Here we are. I'm driving to the Panhandle to uh, kick off a 11-city speaking tour here. Okay, 11 cities. This is a, quite the event. And you're coming to oh, Orlando's one of those stops, right? Yes. And in about gonna, three days. Yes, in about three days. And there's going to be a great bunch of speakers there. Let's just talk about the tour. First, what happened? You're the green smoothie girl. Excellent product. And what happened in your life? Yeah, so I've been online... Uh, I guess that you would call me an influencer. I don't know that I necessarily love that word, but that's probably that and an author, former university professor, former psychologist, but I started teaching people about health and wellness. Well, I got to get away from this guy spraying Roundup right here. Um, (laughs) Usually if I weren't on your radio show, I would fill him in on what Roundup does to your health and how it's killing, killing the planet. It's a special hobby of mine. But anyway, so I was out online doing my thing as green smoothie girl and then 
all of a sudden the world went upside down and on February 27th, 2020, so you know how early that was, that was way before two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. I started telling uh, my audience that they're being lied to and I couldn't believe how few people believed me because the TV said we needed to just, you know, shut down all the economies all over the world for two weeks to make a virus go away. And I was like, that makes no sense. No virus is going to go away in two weeks or two months. Um, people were mass unsubscribing, calling me a conspiracy theorist, whatever. Anyway, so I led the freedom fight in Utah and led protests in front of the governor's mansion in front of the health department, which there were no employees in there. They had all gone home for months and months uh, in front of the Capitol building. We even started going to protests in front of the uh, homes of health department officials. And that was kind of where it crossed the line for the governor, where he started really flipping his lid. He was, you know, totally supportive of crushing small businesses. The lieutenant governor at the time, who's now the governor, sent out 26 pages of new socialist rules that small businesses had to live under. Pages of tables and charts. Hundreds and hundreds of new rules. Of course, you know, they're all still there. The infrastructure is now all in place. And we've, you know, we, we sold our properties in Utah and came to Florida. Just came all in because DeSantis was saying the same thing I was and waking up. I mean, he shut his state down for some number of weeks and then was like, wait a minute. So Florida needs, Florida needs to wake up because they've had it so good. So the reason for me to do this tour, flying in Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, they're all coming in today, Dr. Christiane Northrup, Dr. Carrie Made, uh, who else we got? We got Chris Wark, cancer hero, also a big fan of medical freedom, uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, virologist, standing up against all this. All of us have paid a really huge price. Most of us are canceled in a lot of different places. I've been canceled by three central bank institutions. So we, we have to help Florida realize this isn't over. We're not going back to normal. And Floridians have to stand up to this. And so everybody who cares about freedom in Florida needs to be at one of these events because Florida hasn't had to do what we've did in Utah. And, and when, when people say, you're new to Florida, where'd you come from? We say Utah. They're like, why would you... Why would you come from Florida to Utah? I'm like, well, one word, DeSantis. But here's the problem. He only won by like, depending on who you talk to, 10,000 to 30,000 votes last time. And he's up for re-election this year. We'll get him for another term if we're lucky. But if we're not lucky, we're going to get the opposite of DeSantis. If, we, if, if he loses, we don't get someone who's like DeSantis. We get someone who's like Newsom. That's right. And we talk about that all the time. It was three percentage points and it was very close. And then, and two weeks later, Andrew Gillum's found in a hotel with a bunch of other dudes high on crack or whatever. I mean, that's how close we were, but we're going to be in big trouble if we get complacent. You're exactly right. How can people find out about the event? Where can they go? Uh, so you can go to take action for freedom dot com slash fl tickets like florida tickets and it's 35 bucks to come to an event and hear all these doctors and scientists who have totally gone against the narrative they have lots and lots of colleagues who agree with them but they're like hey gotta pay the mortgage these these are all those of us who are standing up to this 
I already gave up my license, so I'm not as brave as they are because I already got sick of working for the government and not making a difference. I worked for hospitals and schools and psychiatric institutions and prisons and figured out that working for the government wasn't for me. Um, but a lot of these guys are losing their careers and are being canceled all over social media and being fact-checked, sometimes fact-checked for just sharing what the CDC said. Right. So, so we're in, let's see, we're in Santa Rosa Beach tomorrow. You and I are talking on a, a Wednesday. We're in Santa Rosa Beach Thursday, and then there's a VIP event that night. And the VIP events, every single penny goes to Liberty Council, and they are uh, a, a law firm the principal lawyer is Matt Staver in Orlando, and he has a hundred affiliated attorneys all over the country, and they've been they've been winning coast to coast in the courts. They know which courts to file in, they know what kind of what kind of lawsuits to file, and they got the they got the churches open in California in 2020. They represented over 140 churches and got them reopened, got a four million dollar judgment against Gavin Newsom. Um, they've been fighting for healthcare workers mandates. They've been fighting for students, uh, sorry for that, for their exemptions for students, for airline workers, um, for a lot of different populations against mandates and for their ability to get an exemption. Okay, good. You know, the leftists, the liberals out there and the scaredy cats, they're never going to take the masks off. We're going to see masks in this country forever. I just I just saw a lady walking in here. That's my husband over there. He's wearing the 1776 Forever Free uh, shirt. <laughs> oh, we can we can see him in the distance there. Yeah. <laughs> we just watched, watched a lady walk in with her mask and I was like, you know, we could get like a completely ridiculous device and just make up a story and tell people on TV that this completely ridiculous, like, a, and he's like, like a duck bill. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And that, that's why, because of the filtration of the bill, we could convince people that it works, that they, they need to it. wear it. They would do it right here in, in fully free Florida. We were, we've been so shocked. We lived here for a year and a half now. A uh, vast majority of the people, until the TV told them they didn't have to, uh, I'd say 80 to 90%, if you go into a Target or a Walmart, 80 to 90% wearing masks. So what's better about Florida isn't like that the people are smarter, better, more conservative, stand up to the government. Not at all. It's one guy. It's one guy. And this state has been really run by executive order. And DeSantis has fought everybody's fights for us. But... The consequence is a kind of entitled population. Like, I love you, Floridians. I am one of you now. But I'm doing this tour so that we can, we know who's with us. So when we have to send a thousand people to the Capitol, like I've done in Utah many times, we know, we know who's going to help. We know who's going to do the heavy lifting. Because you know what? Let's face it, 99.9% .9 of our neighbors are going to lay down for this. And it means the slavery of our children if we don't stand up to it. It certainly does. We just had Moms for Liberty on the show. We have them on every Wednesday. We support medical freedom. We got a bunch of doctors coming on next week. We always do this on the Buff Show because we know how important it is not to get complacent with this stuff. And every time you hear like uh, the propaganda minister, Jen Psaki, talk about, well, you're not a doctor. Or I'm not a doctor. We don't. The CDC is their holy grail and Fauci is lord of all. 
that's their their religion to them, but it's not the way it is for the Constitution, and it's not what we're about. And the doctors that are going to be on this tour, you guys got to check it out because there are doctors that will tell you how pointless masks are, how mandates are unconstitutional, and how everybody should make their own medical, personal medical decisions. For you and for your children. Yes, exactly. So once again, the website, Take Action forfreedom.com, right? Mm-hmm. And then slash FL tickets. Slash in, FL tickets. We're in Santa Rosa Beach in the Panhandle, and then we're in Tallahassee, and then we're in Jacksonville, and then we're in Orlando, and then we take a few days off, and we are in Tampa area, Largo, and then we're in Sarasota and Naples. So some of those are VIP events where your ticket goes straight to... Liberty Council, but you get a you get a dinner out of it. And you get to meet Judy Mikovits and Peter McCullough and Robert Malone and all your favorites. So not all speakers are in all cities. Some of them are in that northern tour and some of them are in the southern tour. But come one, come all. We need we need everybody in Florida who cares about freedom to be at one of these events. This is the most ambitious thing that's ever been done for medical freedom in Florida. We're not likely to do it again. This represents like three and a half months of my life. I think my employees are about to quit because I've neglected my business so much. So everybody come so that we know who you are and we know who's willing to take some action moving forward because we aren't we aren't likely to have DeSantis at the end of this year, maybe in two years if he runs for president. If we're really, really, really lucky, we might have him for four more years. So if we're lucky, but if he starts that president, because the the rest of the country wants us to share DeSantis, right? Right. They <laughs> want right. us to share him and have him be president. And but we're gonna keep him here as long as we can, or get his clone to replace him when he goes to be president. And I don't know if that's Jeanette Nunez or who, but whoever it is has got to keep this. I mean, he had to do a lot of stuff just to protect the rights of Floridians. And you talked about masks up there. Here in Central Florida, you don't see them a lot. In Publix, in grocery stores, about half and half. But restaurants, and typically we've kind of moved on in Central Florida. So maybe that'll spread outward. Yeah, we don't. We live in Central Florida, too. We live in Flagler Beach, and we have another home south of Jacksonville. And, you know, people aren't wearing their masks very much. That's why I said there's just one lady that we saw wearing her mask in. But, you know, we've traumatized people, and I don't think this is the end of it. I think that they've laid out all the infrastructure, and all they have to do is press a button to get everybody back in masks. You know, I think it's great. I think lockdowns, yeah, I think people are now conditioned for it. Yeah, so. I, I think so. We got to keep fighting for it. We'll put the link on the website. Robin, thank you so much. We'll get you back when you have more time to just enjoy the interview instead of walking around listening to uh, <laughs> drums or whatever that was in the background. Sorry, and, it's uh, trucks. Trucks everywhere. <laughs> and avoiding the Roundup spray. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you back for sure, but we'll post the link for this because we want people to check it out. And this all starts immediately, so we want people to get out there. Yep. Thank you so much, Matt. We'll see you. Uh, you're going to come to one of our events. I'll see you then. Yep. We'll see you in Orlando. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. There goes Robin. Everybody check it out. We'll post the link on thebuffshow.com. That'll do it for the Wednesday edition of The Buff Show. You stay smart out there. We'll see you next time.